Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. And you know what? When I say children, I mean it sometimes. You overgrown crybabies in your mom's basement just tweeting out your tweets. Getting angry at people, taking shots at the fiend Bray Wyatt. What's wrong with you? Keyboard warriors. I don't know if you saw those uh, that people on the guy online who went after him for one of his tweets. No. Uh, real jerk had like Becky Lynch fan in his name, and uh, Bray, Bray goes back at him saying something about like uh, you go back to worship, worshiping Becky, and I'll go back to changing the industry. <laughs> So, uh, suck it, everybody like him. We are Eat Sleep Podcast, repeat FM 99 and the Fox's first and only wrestling podcast. You can find us lots of different ways, including on FM99.com and 1069thefox.com. That is the easiest way. You use a media tab. You click ESPR. Links you right to our most recent episode. And to our SoundCloud, which has all of our episodes. It makes it super easy. Also, you can find us on your major podcasting apps. Just search ESPR Wrestling. Shoot us a, a subscribe, if you would, a follow, whatever it is on that particular app. And a five-star rating and review, and we will love you a long time. We would greatly appreciate it. So if you could do that. You can also interact with us, facebook.com slash ESPR uh, on the Twitter at, I'm sorry, ESPR99, on the Twitter at ESPR99, and ESPR at FM99.com if you want to send us an email with your questions, comments, or concerns. We have a packed episode this week, episode yeah. 114. Woo! Yeah. So much happening this week. It, it is big. Lots of big names. First of all, Dave's here. Yeah, I'm back. So there's that. Dave's here. <laughs> That's the biggest occurrence. Yeah. Other than that, we got some stuff to do. We're yeah. gonna do. Uh, we're gonna do a quick. Uh, well, we've got the All Elite Wrestling uh, pay per view coming up this weekend. All Out. It's their last big show before their debut in October on TNT. So this is a big deal. Um, and we have somebody that's on the show. We actually that? have a couple of yeah, we do. We know somebody <laughs> on the show. That's pretty funny how that's going to work. We have interviews this week with one with the daughter of the legendary Rowdy Roddy Piper, Teal Piper. She's going to be on with us talking about being a part of uh, Women of Wrestling. Wow, and about being on uh, AEW's card. She's going to be in that Casino Battle Royale for the women there for a shot at the AEW's inaugural Women's Championship. So that's pretty cool. We get to talk to her for a little bit about where you know what what her goals are. You know, trying to follow in her dad's footsteps, her interest in acting and bad sci-fi horror movies, all sorts of good stuff. Yeah, and Ronda Rousey uh, using her uh, dad's. Uh, you know, we did talk about that as well. Uh, so lots of good stuff in there. So make sure we'll we'll, we'll get you that in a minute. And also, we're going to be talking with oh Dave. Oh, it's the podcast repeat. Don't you dare be sour. Clap. For your world famous, how many times? At least five. Attack team champs and feel the power. That's right. Big E of the New Day will be joining us. This is going to be super fun for me yeah. because I interviewed him before, way back before I worked for really? FM 99. Yes. Oh. When I did my own wrestling podcast, I interviewed him and he was a blast interview. This is back when he was working with like Dolph Ziggler and AJ Lee and all oh, that stuff. So when he just got started. Yeah. Yeah. When he had just gotten started. And we, we said after that interview that. We knew there was something special there after having talked to him. There was a personality, there was a character. Yeah, he just needed yeah. to be allowed to show it. And boom, look at him. Yeah. So we'll uh, we'll be talking to Big E on this episode as well. Uh, but the first thing we're going to do right now is, I guess, let's take care of the 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 main crux of this episode. Yeah. And on the phone with us right now is the daughter of the legendary Rowdy Roddy Piper. We're talking with Teal Piper. Teal, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. I, it's our pleasure, genuinely. Uh, we just saw your name in the in the news lately. If you've been following any wrestling news, you see Teal Piper's name because she's just signed with Women of Wrestling. You're an official part of that company. I am. It's very exciting. It's been a big, big summer for me. <laughs> yeah. 
what is it? So what is it? When it came to wrestling, did, was there was there anywhere else you thought about going? Was women of wrestling something that grabbed your attention? Was it just the idea that there's this company of? I mean, it's it's literally women of wrestling, and that's what they're they're doing. They're help pushing the the women's wrestling revolution uh, on the independent level. Is that something you were really intrigued about being a part of? Well, originally I was just looking for a place in Los Angeles to start training, and they kind of took me in there. Um, you know, we hadn't discussed being on the show or anything like that. I was looking to take some bumps and, you know, feel it out. Yeah. And uh, they, once I got in there and trained with Selena Majors and, you know, met, kind of saw how they operated, I just fell in love with their company. Um, they've been pushing women, having them be the main event for a long, long time. And I know there's this big movement in wrestling, but, you know, this has been they've been at the forefront of that for years. And so I really just respected that about them. And it made me excited to be working with them. And you're, you're working with Dave McLean, who's of course started glow many years ago. So he still has this, you know, passion for women's wrestling. Have, have you been, you know, are you familiar with his history in the business? Uh, yeah, I am. You know, I, I, we were doing an interview the other day and I heard him talk about how he, uh, how wow really was his vision for glow and how it's really finally come together um, for what he wanted to represent women as. So it's been a long time in the making for him to get uh, to this point with uh, his passion for it. Um, So I'm very excited to be a part of wow. Okay. Now you said you were looking for a place to take some bumps and do some training. I have friends who are independent wrestlers who have wrestled all over the place and they all told me the same thing. They said, when you take those first bumps, you know right away if this is for you or not. Did you have? Did you have? Did you have that realization when you took those first bumps? Absolutely, and I loved it. To be honest, I thought it was fun. <laughs> but I had so many old timers be like, "Have you taken any bumps yet?" When I told them I was interested in looking to get into it, and they're like, "Why don't you take some bumps first?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I know. I, I've never done it, and I'll tell you right now, I don't think I'm ever going to, because if I fall down and take a bump, it's probably the end of whatever I'm doing that day. Uh, <laughs> you definitely have to love it. You either you either love it or you should not be doing it, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> now, okay, the champion over there in World of... Uh, I'm sorry, w- uh, Women of Wrestling is Tessa Blanchard. She's another, yeah. another second-generation superstar uh, wrestler. She is, I mean, really, for all intents and purposes, if we're talking outside of you know, one major company from Connecticut. Uh, she is pretty much the face of women's wrestling being pushed on an independent level. And she's Absolutely, been, yeah. I mean, kicking ass and taking names. I've been watching her stuff I can find online and she's amazing. What is it? What does it mean to you to be in an, in kind of that kind of company with somebody who else is a second generation superstar? Of course, her father, uh, Tessie Blanchard was Tully Blanchard, obviously a member of the four horsemen and everything. Do you get a lot of guidance from her? Are you really looking up to her? Or is it more of a challenge, like, I'm going to compete with her? <laughs> you know, um, I met her, I've only met her once. Um, we're shooting a promo together, and uh, I, <laughs> I, like, pet her. She was, I was, I was in heels, so I was a bit taller than her, and I immediately was like, oh, I'm surprised she hasn't hit me yet. Uh, so, <laughs> I don't know what her thoughts on me are. Um, I have a lot of respect for her. You know, I, I definitely think she's, like you said, just kicking ass out there. And I hope to get to work with her one day, regardless of which end of that <laughs> I get. Um, yeah, I, I just think she's, she's doing awesome. And it's really inspiring to see, especially as a, as a legacy kid, to see another you know, person out there on the indie scene doing so well. As a, I think she's third generation, actually. Um, 
you, you know, might be right. she's just kicking ass. You, you, you mentioned cutting promos with their do – do you feel any pressure? And I did watch your WOW promo of, of cutting the promos. I mean, are they going to be – you know, obviously your dad's an inspiration. Is there anybody else that you looked up to? Or are you going to create your own? Like, what do you have in mind? Um, I – you know, I watched a lot of the old, old uh, like, 80s wrestling and stuff like that and even some 70s. I don't watch too much of the current stuff just because I don't want to – you know, creatively get in myself in a box, you know, I just kind of mm-hmm. want to do what I want to do and see how that goes. <laughs> so I try not to like, uh, I try not to overwatch current wrestling. Um, but I, I think there'll be some of my dad, but I think mostly it'll be a lot of my own inspiration. I mean, I, I can tell you, I'm definitely going to be a heel. Um, and nice. I'm definitely bringing a little bit of that theatrics um, from my background into it. You know, I love the old, character work and stuff like that so i definitely uh am gonna bring out some of the bad girl in ariel that has never in teal that has never come out before you know yeah i um you know, speaking of like watching now uh obviously ronda rousey ha- has uh, has used um you know has gotten approval from your dad and stuff what, what do you think about that and do you kind of wish like well man i wish i wrestled a couple years ago i could have done that <laughs> <laughs> no um i was yeah i was actually there so she called and asked to use the Rowdy um, when she was doing MMA. Mm-hmm. Um, they both trained under Judo Jean LaBelle, and so it was the same fighting family. And, you know, of course he said yes. And then after he passed, when she went into wrestling, um, you know, I, I love that she's, I think it's really cool. At first I was a little, like, surprised. I was like, oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> but I, I think she's just done so much for females and fighting, and I really admired her as an MMA artist. And I think it's really cool, and I think it's important as a second generation to establish yourself separate from your parents. You know, um, I don't. Th- I think if I came out wearing that costume, I don't think it would sell well. You know, I don't think the audience would. It, it, you know, I just can't be a little clone of my dad. Where right. somebody like Londa coming in with her own brand already, you know, it, it, it's it's nice to see her tribute him in that way. Now. Uh, you, I know you're making your professional wrestling debut for WOW at their September and 18th, uh, 18th and 19th live events in Los Angeles at the Belasco Theater. So congratulations on that, by the way. Um, yeah. But I also, I'm, I'm reading here, of course, the internet. We all know the internet is full of conjecture and rumor and everything. But uh, I see here that you're scheduled to compete in the Casino Battle Royale at the All Out event this weekend. I am. Uh, are you looking forward to that? I'm very much looking forward to it. Um, I... You know, it's it's a big it's a big moment. It's the first time I'm going to be in the ring, not training, and uh, wow. yeah, yeah. So it's a big moment, and there's of course 30 other girls because why wouldn't I jump in there with a bunch of pros? Yeah, no kidding, <laughs> right? Of course. I mean, you know, you know, <laughs> why hey, wouldn't I, I be like, yes, my first match will be with 30 other people. Uh, <laughs> I, I could have one match with one person, or I could have like 30 at one time. Yeah, stick them all in there. Let's see what happens, to Little Piper. Exactly. <laughs> uh, winner of that getting a shot at the inaugural AEW Women's World Championship. I'm just saying, I, Teal Piper uh, inaugural AEW Women's World Champion sounds pretty good. Especially <laughs> then she takes it back to Wow. Maybe says, "Has Tay Tay Blanchard? Why don't you uh, step up your game?" And uh, we could be I, seeing something with that. Yeah, I'm very excited for this weekend. Um, I'm sure it's going to be surreal, and I'm going to. You know, it's going to be crazy because it's going to be the first time I'm doing something like that. And, of course, I'm going to be thinking of my dad. And Of course. I, I'm excited, though. 
When did you, I mean, obviously you grew up in the wrestling family, but did you get to hang out with other wrestlers when your dad was in the other organizations or even like when he came back from time to time, did you get to meet anybody or just like the first time you really, you know, get to meet like the Cody Rhodes and some of these other stars? Um, I've met them as I was a little bit older. When I was younger, he tried to keep us away, especially because he was getting a lot of heat as a heel, you know? <laughs> um, so he tried to keep us protected from all that. Um, it wasn't until I got a little bit older that I started meeting people um, outside my, uh, you know, Cody. I think I met Cody Rhodes for the first time in Portland, Oregon, after my dad died. Um, oh, wow. They were doing an honoring thing, and I met him backstage, and he was just, the nicest and i know he's been friends with my brother for years so now you uh, i'm excited for him obviously following your father's footsteps here in more ways than one uh i've got a list here of uh, some things you've acted in uh you've been in a lot of things that i was unaware of (laughs) yeah i've really really done a lot of just terrible horror movies (laughs) (laughs) but those are my favorite kinds Beverly Hills Massacre. Boy, have I done some. Yeah, I've done a lot of bad horror movies. Um, I love horror. I love sci-fi, and I don't see myself stopping with that. You know, right now wrestling is for sure the forefront and what I'm focused on. Um, But, you know, I'll always have a passion for film. Okay. Uh, As well, I'm a singer-songwriter. My next single is coming out October 1st, Animinity. Oh, wow, October 1st, anonymity. You heard it here, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Uh So now I've got to ask, you said you're big into horror and sci-fi, so I have to ask you this. Has anybody ever approached you about a sequel or a remake to They Live? I have been hearing about it for years. It has yet to happen. Oh, come on! (laughs) I heard that they might do a remake. You know, there was a while, even back when my dad was around there was talk about a tv series possibly all sorts wow. of stuff and it just never it just always stayed on hold i think they had issues with rights or something um but yeah i am a big they live fan i would say i know my dad's in it i swear i'm not biased <laughs> oh, no, like, it's, it's awesome. i love it yeah it's awesome <laughs> it's a great movie the... it, i hope they remake it i hope they do too and i'd love to see you be in it as well because that would be a really cool oh, nod. Me too. i think it'd be really cool to see um on today's with with all the updates with, like, social media and everything yes. in yes. today's world, it would be really neat. Hashtag they live teal. Yeah. I think we'll get that going. We'll see if yes. we can get that going. I will take an extra role to be in that movie. Come on. Yeah, why not? Or right, just do the chew bubblegum line, right? Just some kick ass and chew bubblegum. Yes. <laughs> uh, Women of Wrestling retur- returning for its second season on a new night in time. That's going to be Saturday, September 7th at 8 p.m. Eastern on Axis TV. Uh, it's going to be awesome. Again, trailblazing women who have been doing this for years. Lots of badass pro wrestling. Lots of badass women at the forefront of it. The revolution in women's wrestling is happening in a lot of places that you may not know about yet. And Women of Wrestling is one of them. You need to check it out. And you'll get to check out Teal Piper at the same time. So thank you so much for joining us, Teal. Yeah, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Our pleasure. I'm going to go check out your movies, and I'm going to let you know which one was my favorite. Oh, boy. It's going to be a rough night for you. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much, Teal. Thank you so much, Teal. She was great. Uh, what a she's such a sweetheart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love I, talking to her. And, and you get to hear like you know not like the Piper in, in her, but you know the the Roddy, but uh, but you definitely tell it that that's his offspring. Oh well, <laughs> <laughs> yes, you can, and not just because her last name's Piper. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, we are going to dive into give you our predictions for all Elite Wrestling's All Out pay per view this Saturday. Uh, can't wait to stick around on Eat Sleep Podcast Repeat.
Remember to contact the guys at ESPR at FM99.com with all your comments, topics, and thoughts. But please, keep the fan fiction to yourselves. You can also follow them on Facebook and Twitter. Just search ESPR99. And we're back, and it's time, Dave. It is time. We are going to dive into All Elite Wrestling's pay-per-view, All Out. It, uh, yeah. I, I gotta be honest, I'm pretty excited for this. Yeah, Even though it's yeah. been going on, undergone some changes, and they haven't had a weekly show to hype this up unless you count their YouTube stuff, which I do, I have been following, and it's very good. Um, we like the music, though, because you, you want to Dude, I love it. I, I love it. I had to bring you some hype music. I'm very excited for it. Yeah. I'm very excited for it. You did, you're always so good at that. I try. Uh, in any event, so we do have the All Elite Wrestling card. Dave's got it pulled up in front of him, so here we go. Let's dive into AEW All Out. A 10-match card. We'll go with the pre-show matches, which we'll be able to watch for free one way or another. Uh, private party is it. Cassidy and Mark Quinn versus Angelico and Jack Evans. Angelico. Yes, that guy too. Yeah, uh, that guy. In, in a tag team match. Um, don't know much about Private Party. Uh, kind of kind of new to me, but uh, but the other guys, even though I can mispronounce their names, I've, I've seen from time to time, obviously. Uh, Private Party, those two, the only thing I know specifically about them, I haven't seen a ton of their work, but I will say this. I know that they have a match coming up on October 9th against the Young Bucks. And if that's going to be, that that's after they go live on television. Yeah. So my guess would be they'd want them strong going into that match. So my that, pick my pick there is going to be Private Party over Angelico and Jack Evans. That would make sense. I mean, I mean, okay, I'm looking at some stuff now. I mean, they're definitely high flyers and um, oh, the Angelico and Jack that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, they graduated from the House of Glory Wrestling School. All right, founded by Amazing Red. All right, fair enough. So there you go. Fair yeah, I, I, I agree with you on that take. I'm checking them out. Uh, the other one, this is going to be harder to predict, is the. Casino Battle Royale. This is uh, the uh, Women's Battle Royale. The uh, winner will receive a match of the inaugural AEW Women's World Championship match, which is uh, going to be on their October 2nd broadcast on TNT. Yeah. I My first instinct was good to go with like a Nyla Rose or She's, even a Brandy Rose, thanks yeah. to her association with uh, with uh, Amazing Kong. Yeah, they're all awesome. They're, they're, they're awesome Kong. Yeah, they're yeah. all they're all they're all named for the battle royale, along with like Jazz and Big Swole and this. Uh, I love the Jazz is in there. Sadie Gibbs. Yeah, good That's for great. her. Um, but I think, I think they're long term setting up some between Nyla Rose and, and Kong, and in in that same vein, Nyla Rose. So I'm thinking we'll see some development there. But I think that the one who they've clearly made it seem like they want her to be the face of the women's division is Britt Baker, MD, yeah. by the way. Uh, so I, I'm gonna have to pick Britt Baker to pin to win this one and go on to that match for the first inaugural uh, women's championship. You know she is she's a dentist and yeah. she wrestles. How crazy is that? That's just <laughs> DDS, you know, baby. You, you know, I, I, almost like a you know Isaac Yankum kind of thing. Except I'm, I'm, not I'm, at all. I'm gonna go with the underdog uh, just by size and the fact that I think she had to you know, wrestle that Brandy Rhodes match. Oh the last God, time. she but, needs she deserves it. <laughs> but but how, how can you go against Allie? You, you know, I, I do love Allie. You know, so I'm gonna go with that. But I, but I hopefully like Jazz can have a good showing. It's it's nice to see her. Yeah, it's nice to see Jazz involved in that. Yeah. Yeah, so, I agree no, with that. All right, so we'll go to the main show here, and uh, they got a six-man match, which, oh, this is going to be fun. Oh, it's going to be so much fun. Oh, man. <laughs> Luchasaurus, Jungle Boy, and Marco Stunt versus SoCal on, SoCal on Censored. Uh, I don't really care who wins because I, I just want to enjoy this match. This is one of those matches where I just want to see what's going to happen. Uh, I can get behind that as well. It's one of those things that I know that like Marco Stunt officially signed with them recently, <sighs> it's really a coin flip here because SCU seems kind of like those heels they have that are there to put on a good match, but they're yeah. never really serious. So, I, and I, and I know that uh, Luchasaurus and 
uh, Jungle Boy just lost that tag team multi-man match previously. Uh, yeah, which I didn't get. Which, you know, to get the buy in the tournament or whatever. But so I'm thinking, it's for my money, I think it's got to be Luchasaurus, Jungle Boy, and Marco Stunt. I, I, I think you need to bounce back because, yeah. because we predict it. But it, now it kind of makes sense for the storyline because you kind of make him it the, does, under, yeah. the underdog of like, well, you know, they work together, they don't win. Um, I mean, they should win. I mean, I say I don't care who wins. I just want to be. I want to enjoy the match, and I'll be fine with who wins. But if I'm going to pick a winner, I'm going to go with Luchasaurus. Pro- probably my favorite, other than um, Joey Janela, right? Um, that, uh, that that I like at AEW, just because that, that that's so original. You know, at some point, WWE's got to be going. How do we steal this guy? You <laughs> <laughs> hey, know that's going on. Uh, singles match: uh, Raiho versus uh, Hikira Shida. Very good uh, try, Arashida. <laughs> Yeah, um, two. Uh, uh, going singles match. At least I think it's her name is pronounced. I'm trying to remember. I haven't seen her. She hasn't. I don't think she's been on any of their stuff since Double or Nothing. So like she wasn't on Fighter Fest. She wasn't on Fight for the Fallen. Yeah, yeah, we haven't seen them in a while. Um, so I'm not a hundred percent sure. Oh, but my money is gonna go with. I'm gonna go with Rio. Yeah, I think uh, she's developing a bit of an edge. Yes. Um. Because I remember the last time I the last time I remember watching her, I think it was at Fighter Fest, and she was with uh, Sakazaki, and she seemed to develop a bit, a bit of an edge there. Didn't want anything to do with Sakazaki, even though they had to team up on Nyla Rose. So I'm thinking she gets a bit of an edge. So maybe she'll be the heel in the match against Britt Baker. Okay. Uh, at at the in the in the in the title match. Yeah, I'm gonna go real too on this because people love Britt Baker. So I think yeah. I'm gonna go real. Okay. All right, I'll go with you on that one too. I also that girl's been like wrestling, been involved in wrestling since she's like nine years old. I know it's crazy. It, it, it's just, crazy. Wow. Uh, the Cracker Barrel Clash. That's what they're calling. This it. takes like this. This absolutely makes me think of WCW when you have things like this. You're like, man, oh, we're just throwing them sponsors in there. All right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this has to be. I mean, with a name like that, this match. This has to be the train wreck match of the night. Mm-hmm. Where you know, like every once in a while, we're like, I remember like uh, when Two Five Live, where they had that like. Halloween match with like pumpkins and whatever yeah, else, yeah. and it was like it was fun. This this has to be Darby Allen, Joey Janela, and Jimmy Havoc. What's funny my- though is the only fun guy in there is Joey Janela, and yeah. he'll make it entertaining from yeah, that perspective. Yeah. But the other two are just machines. Yeah, but I think this is where the spots come into play. Where you know it's something you know like see if if it's going to be all out, when it just seems like it's going to be. Yeah, no pun intended. Um, you know, I think this is where Joey's going to steal a win, but he, I but think he, so but too. I take, think he's going to take a crazy beating in this match. Well, because I remember um, in uh, what was it? It was Darby Allen took on Cody uh, back at Fight for the Fallen or Fighter Fest. I'm trying to remember which one it well, was. One else with the chair shot and everything. That was, uh, it was yeah. The, it was after that match. It was after that match. Yeah, yeah, it was after that match. But either way, he took on Cody and he took Cody to a time limit draw, which was a big rub for for Darby. So I don't think Darby yeah. needs the win here. I think he's got a bit of a rub already. Joey is a popular character, but he hasn't accomplished much. No, so I think no. Joey Janela gets the win here no. to really start establishing him. Yeah, that, Havoc, I like Havoc. I just don't think it's his time. Yeah, yeah. I, but it should be a fun match. I mean, oh, absolutely. I, I mean, I'm I mean, very this, much looking it's forward not, to it's it. It's not too often you're like, oh, it's a triple throw. I'm not looking forward to this. Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to it. This is going to be Darby fun. Allen takes a ton of punishment, and uh, Joey Janela is just such a good D-back. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. That's what I like about him. Yeah, I do too. My boy. Crack, if you're calling it a Crocker Barrel Clash, it better live up to its name. Yeah. Because I don't want to come back next week and be bitching about uh, this match. <laughs> it was terrible. This is going to be the one. Don't you do that to my no, Cracker no, Barrel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, here we got uh, Cody taking on uh, Sean Spears, who, by the way, is totally Blanchard in this corner, which yeah. is kind of cool for Interesting. that. Interesting. I'm really genuinely not sure which way that goes. 
you'd like to think Cody's going to get the win, but Cody's been on kind of a kind of a he, he beat it. He uh, well, I guess he beat his brother. Yeah, you know. Then him and his brother lost. Yeah, but the the, the match, the Darby thing, the whole Sean. I mean, this is is this the beginning of the angle? Because you can't or is end this it. The, yeah, is this the beginning of the angle, or is it the? Because <sighs> Sean would have to win. If right. it's the beginning of the angle because because then Cody can get well, his we payback. say that, but he, you know, so it, what would have to happen is if if Cody wins, Sean would need to do something even more vicious to get his heat back, yeah, to extend the feud. So I'm with you. I genuinely don't know. Um, and I don't want fifty fifty booking with this. That's no. I mean, they've openly said that helps nobody. Uh, <laughs> I think I'm gonna go. I I, I think I'm, I'm picking against myself actually, but I think I'm gonna go Sean Spears on this one. Because I think they're going to extend the feud to television. Yeah, yeah, they, they have to. I, th- I think Cody winning doesn't help the feud, right? Because it kind of it doesn't. Make Unless tie. the plan is just to end it before we get to TV and start new on the, on television. That's the only idea I can think of. Help but I, that Sean. to me, yeah, that doesn't make yeah. any sense. You've got a hot angle. Yeah. Use it. Yeah, I, you, this would be a match, and I don't know if they would do it. I mean, mm-hmm. would they can they get away with with the, without like uh, a non clean finish? What I mean by that is, um, you know, it's a DQ or something, right? You know, if that happens, say Cody wins by DQ, but you have to make Sean look good. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So I. So that's what I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with a, a fuzzy finish here. Okay. But uh, but it's not decisive that the feud has to continue. Okay. Fair enough. Fair so enough. I hate doing that at a pay per view, but but I'm I'm gonna pick pick that here. A dusty finish, if you will. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Triple A World Tag Team Championship. Wait. Before match. that. Oh. Before that, I think we missed one. Uh, the Dark Order versus the Best Friends. Oh, I was getting that. Oh, that's right. It's the other tag match. Right? I would imagine that that's going to be before yeah, the, the ladder match. Probably, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just right. wanted to get that in order okay, uh, right. of that. Uh, Dark Order versus the Best Friends. Uh, Dark Order was surprising in their debut. I didn't expect much from them. The big guy, especially. I don't remember his name, but. E- Evil Uno and Stu- Evil Uno. Thank Stu- you. It's a great name. <laughs> it's a pretty awesome Evil name. Wood. Um, but but the, the, the outfit is just so goofy. Looking. It is goofy. But, but I'd it, like to see them t- tighten that up a little bit. <laughs> but overall, I like their everything they do. The coming out with all the weird like minion type guys is, yeah. is weird, and kind of I kind of like it because it, it uh, it's like they work together, but it doesn't yeah. like quite. Because when you look at I, Stu Grayson, you're like, yeah, it's like well, who's it? it was super crazy, and you know those other guys back, uh, um. In like ECW. I mean, oh, I know you're talking about, but yeah. I can't. I can't think of it either. Um, <laughs> but we were like, well, they like, kind of fit, one, but they don't. <laughs> yeah, it's just the kind that looks different. You know, one yeah. of these things is not like the other. One of these things just doesn't belong. Yeah. Um, God, he was super crazy. It was so fun. Yeah, he was great. Uh, I, uh, I think Dark Order. Okay, I'm gonna pick best friends win. on this. Dark uh, Order just established themselves. Uh, I think they're gonna and best friends for my money can be a little too cute sometimes. In their matches, but, that, well, um, but I think it's part of their shtick. That, but shtick. I think that's yeah, the yeah. thing. I think that's going to cost them in this. Okay, I think, okay. I think Dark Order is going to take advantage of it. Because I always think of like you know when they throw teams together and just and for no reason, yeah, they win for sure. All. Yeah. Dolph Ziggler, uh, Bobby Roode. Uh, that just uh, that's like the case maybe here. But I'm going to go with best friends. All right, fair enough. All right, now back to uh, the uh, the big match with the Lucha Brothers versus the Young Bucks mm-hmm. for the AAA World Tag Team Champion. That's sponsored by AAA. That's, That's going to be interesting, simply because Phoenix, I know, is dealing with an injury right now. Supposedly, he wrestled through it the other night at a, at a show, uh, at a booking, and he the, the other did like right no high flying. He did a lot of brawling and some basic maneuvers, and that makes and it's a ladder match, so we can get away with doing a lot of brawling. That being said, people are going to be expecting some craziness out of him in this match against the Young Bucks. So, 
I'm, I'm going to go with Young Bucks on this. I, I think they're, they'll play the angle where they, they ground him. Yeah. You know, I, I think I, unless he does some, some more accuracy. You, you're thinking it'll be one of those things like where Pentagon is fighting both of them by himself for a while, and then Phoenix gets up and yeah, rallies yeah. but gets beaten in the end. Yeah. yeah. Um, if, I, I could see that easily happening. I, I, I'm fine with that kind of booking. I mean, I'm fine with that. It makes sense. Uh, I think the Young Bucks have been strong so far. I mean, they got the win over the Rhodes brothers. They get, I, I, I feel like they've looked pretty strong. Yeah. I think I'm going to go with the Lucha Brothers okay. on this one right. to retain the, the titles in the ladder right. match. I'll, I'll agree to disagree. Um, all right, we got a couple of single matches up. Uh, okay, but is, is it where is it? Is it Pac? Is it Pac? Pac. 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 Hey, Pac. What is he? Like, like, like X Pac. Right. Hey, he's wrestling Pac over here. And Kenny Omega. And I think you and I are going to disagree on this, but okay. Uh, but I, I think. You know, because Pac was supposed to be when the last pay per view. He's supposed to and, wrestle and, Hangman Adam Page. Yeah, and he said, well, uh, yeah. but Page is Page is going on for that world title shot, yeah. so Pac was going to lose that. I mean, that was the 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 matter there. Yeah. Rumors and innuendo is that he was supposed to lose. Um, there is, and he didn't like that. There were some issues over the booking, and he pulled out of the match. You know, it depends on what you know. It, it, that, it's that, all speculation. Yeah, but, but you know, but if that's the situation, that's not going problem. That goes back to his uh, Neville days. No, you, you know, with, no. with you know, with the whole late heavyweight issues. Yeah, well, stuff. I can't blame him for not wanting to lose to somebody like Enzo. <laughs> um, <sighs> but he needs this is a redemption. He match. Need, it is a redemption match, but he can have a great match without winning. Kenny Omega is considered one yeah. of the best, if not the best, wrestler on the planet today. Yeah. Uh, I think you can lose to Kenny Omega in a competitive match, and it doesn't take anything away from you. And I think he needs to. I think Kenny Omega needs to win. O- Omega hasn't really had a good streak, and no, he's supposed no. to be one of the and, golden and, boys. And he, he, I think he does need that. And you know, but Pac needs to just bring it all. I mean, th- this, this. Oh, needs absolutely. To, you know, this is kind of like when like AJ Styles is going to fight somebody, and it takes like three matches for that match I'm to just, be good. This, I'm looking this at this. Has to be good in the first match. I'm looking this forward and saying. I don't know if Pac has a long term deal with them. He's going to be a part on a regular basis. Yeah. We know Kenny Omega is, and going into their debut on television, I don't think they want Omega in the lo- in the loss column. So I think Kenny Omega gets the win after what could be match of the night. Yeah, this is my pick for match of the night. This this is what the, the pressure's on Pac. Uh, I'm going to go with Kenny as well, but uh, but he needs to prove all yeah. the naysayers. I mean, it was it been like almost what a year and a half since he's really wrestled? He's done the angle. I mean, we've seen him. We, we he's wrestled on independence and stuff like that. But until you've but, seen him on a national, uh, a high profile, or I should say, worldwide, you know, stage with a, with a big, big platform like this. Yeah, yeah, it's been a long time. Um, he needs to, this is. A, I don't want to say a coming out party because everybody knows what he's capable of. But it's it's kind of a reminder of yeah, what he's capable that, of. That, that's what he's he's got to prove. Yeah, he could do this. Uh, oh, there's one match left. Oh, one match. Yeah. You mean <clears throat> the main event? Of the evening for the AEW World Championship. The first one. The inaugural champion. Yeah. How about that? Inaugural. Ural. Ural? I don't know. Inaugural. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah we'll go with that. Adam Page. That's a hangman, Adam Page. You put some speck on his name. And Chris Jericho. <laughs> so we That's do that again. Yeah. That, was, right. that was underwhelming. All right. All right. The hangman, Adam Page versus Chris. Jericho. Oh, that was a little better. Yeah. I'll give you that one. That was okay. It's like a three out of ten. Yeah. Um, in any event. <laughs> okay. Um, Why? Where, where do you go with this one? Because this big can go match, either way. Big match. I'm it's, expecting good things. Um, I will say this. I feel like this is this is really the coming out party for Hangman Adam Page. Everybody knows he can wrestle. Yeah. But I think he struggled to show 
a real connection with the fans and charisma and and it's he's an amazing wrestler. I just you don't see the same reactions for him that a John Moxley gets, that a Kenny Omega gets, that the Young Bucks get, yeah. that a Chris Jericho gets. I feel like people respect his ability, but don't think of him as exciting. You get what I mean? Yeah. Well, is is it maybe? So I think this is his chance to go out there and blow the roof off the place and really, really establish himself as this brand goes to live television. It, it is a possible that uh, you know him like winning the battle royal instead of having the match. Like some people are going to view it differently as opposed to well, we don't really know. You know, for those who didn't watch him in Ring of Honor or right. seen him other things, like. Can fully believe the guy when when you're going up against the Omegas of the world, right? Or, you know, the Jericho's. Well, he had the one singles match um, more recently. It was either Fight for the Fallen or Fighter Fest. I can't remember which one it was. I can't I get the two of them confused. Yeah. Um, but he with uh, was it Kip Sabian? Is that who he took on? I believe that sounds right. Um, and he beat him, and it was good. It was a good yeah. match. It just it didn't blow the yeah, roof yeah, off or anything. Kip yeah, yeah it's a, it a very long match between Kip. Yeah, which, which by the way, can I say that while that was a it was a placeholder match, something I genuinely appreciate about them is that they do these promos and stuff where even though it's a one-off match, it's Kip Sabian's talking about how, like, this is my chance to establish myself. I yeah. take off, I take out Hangman Adam Page, and all of a sudden, everybody's paying attention to Kip Sabian. I'm going to be the, the, the ruin on his road to the AEW World Championship. I appreciate that because you're establishing these guys as meaningful characters yeah. with, with goals of their own outside of, hey, Hangman needs to have a match tonight. So I, I appreciate what AEW does with that, with those matches. Yeah. Um, that being said, I don't think Hangman wins. I think Jericho wins because, A, I think it's the bigger headline, and, B, I think it draws the better rating on their first night on TNT with Jericho I, having the belt. I, I, I wish I could disagree with you on this, but I, I do agree because yeah. you're going into your first, who's your champion? Oh, Chris, oh, Chris yeah. Jericho's champion? Yeah. Oh, I, I, I got I to watch that. And if Chris Jericho is ever going to be the champion, mm-hmm. And I know some people are going to play, well, okay, it's not new Old blood. WWE uh, guy, derp, 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 derp. There's nothing is, wrong with utilizing guys who have been in another company. This is this is going to be the only time, if he's a champion, I'm going to predict that he's ever the champion. Right. I, I think at this some is the point, time. Yeah, this, th- th- is, this the time. is it. Yeah. And then it builds up that either Kenny winning it or or somebody or you know Kenny's gonna be the guy that's got to be chasing it because because here's the thing if Kenny well I mean Adam Page champion, could get it from him eventually yeah you know we that's entirely possible but I'm with you that this is this this is the time for Chris Jericho to be champion yeah here here's your window this is this is it Chris Jericho's hot right now he's still capable of delivering great matches he's 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 a big deal I mean he's 48 and still putting on. The matches that he does, yeah. I, know, I mean, he's not obviously wrestling like he, you know, full time. He's got his no. own schedule. He's got the rock band, and even the know. matches are different than they used to be because they have to be at yeah. this point. He wrestles a different style because he's adopted he's adapted his style for his age and his what he can do at this point. But that doesn't mean it's it's bad. It's different. It's still great. You know, he's just a smart wrestler. Is all it is. Yeah. Um, which, but I'm looking forward to yeah. it. Which, by the way, they they have a new album coming out, Fozzy, uh, in 2020. Yeah. God, I'm so excited. Yeah. So, um, uh, new single actually uh, just released today. Well, there you go. Dude, I need to go check that yeah, out. Yeah, Nowhere to Run. Yeah. All right, boom. All right, there you go. Thursday, Nowhere to Run. Go check it out. <laughs> I'm going to go listen to that as soon as we get done. Yeah, so, um, so, so that that's – that's I, I yeah. so Chris Jericho, for those reasons you just mentioned, and, yeah. I, and I think with the fact that the Chris window, Chris Jericho window at is some short. point is going to close. I, I agree with you. This is – you. again, there's nothing wrong with utilizing an, a guy from WWE or from a, a better-known name. Yeah. 
while you have the opportunity. The key is not to linger on that. Don't use it as a crutch. That's what Impact's problem was for so long. Yeah. We propped ourselves up on guys who were WWE cast-offs and people who were beyond where they should have been. Whereas if you're, here, you're looking at this card, there's three guys on it technically that you would recognize from WWE. Yep. Cody, Sean Spears, and Chris Jericho. And, and Pac, to some extent. Oh, Pac, I'm sorry, yes, so Pac, four. so four. But, but even in the, in the women's division, I mean, unless you really remember Jazz, you got to go back 15 you got to go back here. a ways. And she's really, and Kong, I mean, yes, she was there for a hiccup. She was karma, but I, yeah. come on, yeah. let's be real. Nobody counts that. Um, it's the, the card is not filled with guys from that. No, and, and, and so this is their chance to... And top to bottom, this is a lot of independent talent that is carrying this company. Jericho is there to lend his name power to get them off the ground, and then he'll be gone at some point. Yeah. You know, that's the way it works. So I'm good with it. Jericho being the first champion, that's my call. Yep. So that is AEW All Out. We're going to take a short break, and then we're going to come back with the New Day's Big E is joining us here on on Eat Sleep Podcast Repeat, so stick around. the curb stop? I love that move. Oh, yeah, we all did. (laughs) (laughs) The Miz. Well, it is the most must-see podcast of all time, isn't it? Yes. It's the best one. It's the most must-see. It's awesome. It's, what is it, eat, sleep, repeat, something, another thing? Who cares? Who cares? It's amazing. Just search ESPR on all your major podcast apps. Ladies and gentlemen, joining us now, please put your hands together, clap, and feel the power. We are joined on Eat, Sleep, Podcast, repeat, by none other than Mr. Big E of the New Day. Big E, thank you for joining us. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Dude, so first, I have to get this off my chest. I'm sure you don't remember this. Years ago, I spoke to you on a different podcast I was doing at the time called Your Wrestling Show. We interviewed you back when you were still with uh, Dolph Ziggler and AJ Lee around that oh, wow. time. Yeah. And we, years ago? That was, yeah, exactly. And we said at the time, we remember talking about to, to you and getting off the phone and going, that guy has so much charisma and so much personality, if they would give him half a chance, he would absolutely take off. And I'd look at where you are now with the, with the New Day, man. It's incredible to see how far you've come. Oh, uh, shucks, you charmer you. <laughs> <laughs> what has it been like, that journey from 2012 to now? I mean, really almost almost being a silent guardian-type character to now being one-third one of a mouthpiece for this, this one of the most popular act in the company. Yeah, it was uh, it was honestly it was a strange time uh, because I would go uh, I would be on the main roster and I would be that silent uh, emotionless bodyguard, and then I would go back uh, whenever we were shooting um, NXT at the time, and I was doing the five counts. I was kind of yeah. going back and forth from from very different roles, um, and uh, you know I'm really grateful because I think for me, uh, you know, I, I think there's definitely a, a position and there's a there's a, there's a role where, where for for guys like that, you know, we kind of be the silent powerhouse type. But for me, like we already have, we already have Braun, we already have Bobby. There's some massive guys that I think could better fill that role. I just wanted to be different. I wanted to stand out, and I feel like kind of what I've been doing the last few years uh, better suits me, uh, and is more memorable. So it's it's been a lot of fun. You know, we we just started as three guys who were trying to get on TV in a role that was you know somewhat interesting. Uh, so for us, just to, just trying to get booked, and now five years later. Kofi being a world champion, us having uh, breaking a, a record that stood for over 20 years with the 483-day tag title reign. So many incredible things that we've been able to do in and outside of the ring. Uh, coming out of a giant bootios box at WrestleMania. Uh, there's so many things, just like absurd things that I never could have foreseen um, that I'm really grateful for. 
And, uh, you know, the, the great thing is, you know, if, if things were kind of going the way they were in 2012-13 and just stayed along that path, you know, I, I don't know, I, I might look back at my career and, and have some regrets, but uh, the beautiful thing is, you know, kind of regardless of what happens, uh, obviously uh, there's so much more I want, but, you know, I can't really look back at my time here in, in 10 years and, and think that it was wasted or that I didn't, you know, really fulfill my potential because it's been an incredible run and, and one I didn't really foresee, but uh, I've been really grateful for well, and think about it. I mean, you've been doing the New Day for over five years, a long, probably one of the longest running stables, probably the longest without any changes. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> and you guys. Yeah, it's very rare. Like, even the Shield had a bunch of breakups and reunions and all that, but we haven't had any of that. Yeah, and like the Four Horsemen and stuff. Uh, you, you, And you guys are in a hot angle now. You evolved with Randy Orton and, and the Revival, and I know you guys are coming to SmackDown on Tuesday night here at Scope. Uh, tickets still available, by the way. What, what, what is going on with Randy? What, what, what do you guys have to do? To, to, this Viper's just been a pain in your side lately. Yeah, uh, you know, honestly, I have a ton of respect for, for Randy and the stuff we've been doing with the Revival. I think it's been... Uh, really compelling, uh, and uh, it, it kind of really stoked our fires as, as a unit. Uh, I think one of the things that we kind of we, we wish there were more factions in this day and age, and uh, it's been cool to do stuff with another faction. So uh, I'm really grateful for that. We have something that you know has I think people's interest, and there's a lot on the line. You know, we're we're the one faction. Uh, you know, and after uh, the OC. Uh, lots of tag titles. We're the one faction that has uh, titles all around on the main roster. And uh, we're up against three guys who are very capable of taking all that from us if we don't do something about it. So uh, it, it's really, you know, they, they always say that iron sharpens iron. And I think uh, that mantra can be overused, but I think there's something to it. And we really feel challenged right now. And we want to uh, step up to the plate and deliver. So it's, uh, it, it's a good time for, for us to, to kind of step our game up. When you talk about wanting more uh, stables uh, in, in the company right now, one of the first ones that jumps to my mind is probably my next favorite to you guys, and that's the NXT stable, the Undisputed Era. With them yeah, moving to never. Wednesday nights, uh, do you see yourself ever, maybe, possibly now it's going to be Wednesday nights on live television on USA, ever maybe a clash between the New Day and the Undisputed Era? Uh, yeah, man, for sure. It's something we've talked about. You know, those, a few of those guys were backstage. We had shows in Florida uh, a month or two ago. And, uh, you know, I, I, we have a ton of respect for what they do. I think they're all incredible in the ring. Uh, and uh, I, I, I would love to do stuff with them. You know, I, I think it's going to be interesting now that NXT is going to be even more so positioned as, as a brand in and of itself. And uh, it, it's kind of wild to look back at even six, seven years ago when I was in NXT. And, you know, it was still it, – it was a burgeoning brand, but – the goal was still to get to the main roster. And now with it being on USA, I, I wonder now if, if you'll see guys who are just, you know, on NXT and that's, that's their brand for years to come. So I don't know how much crossover there will be. It's really an interesting time. Um, just in the business as a whole, because so much is happening and, and moving um, as far as television deals are concerned. But I think those guys are all extremely talented. I think they have a ton to offer. And uh, I, I think as far as factions are concerned, I think they would definitely be, uh, our stiffest challenge. You know, we've also been up against the Shield, too, and, you know, they're, they're arguably, you know, one of the greatest factions of all time. But uh, I think uh, UE has a ton to offer, and uh, I, I love watching those guys do what they do. You guys have been together for a long time. There's always the rumors of, well, uh, Vince is going to, you know, break up the New Day, or this is going to happen. What has been the key to your longevity together as a New Day? 
Um, I think for for us, it's really been um, being selfless is, is important. You think there, there's a lot. Oftentimes, there's tag teams and there's groups, and there's one guy who sees himself as the uh, proverbial Shawn Michaels, and the other as the Marty Jannetty, and he feels it's his time to split. And then oftentimes, you see the split, and then a month later, those guys are both off TV, or there's no real direction for either. So we really feel like well, there's a lot we can accomplish as a trio. Even after, even after five years, you think you know we're, we've kind of maybe have exhausted our run, but we don't really we, we don't think that that's the case at all. Um, there's so much more that we can do, and I know you've seen kind of happy clappy new day for for quite some time, but <laughs> there's so many different directions. You know, we we never really got into the first incarnation of, of new day when you first saw us, and we we you know were almost uh, militants, and you know that kind of that new nation of domination feel is what people thought it would be. That really never, never got off the ground. So there's so many different things that we can do as a trio. Uh, but I think as far as our longevity is concerned, we've also been really fortunate. You know, we, we hit little bumps in the road where we kind of got stale, but uh, then came along the run with the Usos when we moved to SmackDown. Or we, we start to hit a little bit of a dip again. And then uh, Kofi's run uh, as, uh, you know, towards the WWE Championship and then actually gaining it at WrestleMania. So we've, we've also been fortunate to have these bumps along the road uh, where, you know, maybe we had lows, but then we're able to kick into something that's really memorable. Uh, so, and also I think it's a testament to us as a trio, not to pat ourselves on the back too hard, but I think we're all very talented and we all bring something different to the table. Uh, I don't feel like any of us is a copycat of the other, so it doesn't feel like, you know, it's, it's repetitive. We see three guys who are all similar. It's cool that we all have our own... Um, you know, just our, our own uh, strengths and weaknesses, and I think we do a good job of, of complementing that with, with the way we work together. So I think that's, that's the reason that we've been able to stay around so long, and especially in an era where, you know, fans really want to see guys turn or break up after a couple months. You know, people are always wanting something new, and I get that, but uh, I think we've, we've tried our best to not coast and not feel like we made it and continue to add little wrinkles to, to what we're presenting. Uh, real quick point here. I hope you guys never, ever split up. Yeah, because, please don't. Uh, first of all, I love you. Secondly, uh, my girlfriend, uh, Esmeralda, does not like wrestling. She will not watch it. However, if she hears the new day, she will run into the room and jump on the couch and watch. She absolutely oh, loves you watching you guys. So. You got a good one. I, absolutely. Uh, yeah, no, we, we hear that from time to time. And, uh, and that's, that's, uh, that's really heartwarming for us because we want, as much as we want to uh satisfy the desires of hardcore fans and and people who watch a ton of wrestling that's definitely something that you know we want to have their fandom and respect as well but uh, also like getting the casuals in i think for for what we do it's an entertainment company that's something that's important to us as well uh and, and you know it's also really heartwarming to hear the stories of of daughters uh who gravitate to wrestling because of us because of the unicorn horns yep. some of the silliness uh so it, it for us it's always been uh, I think Shrek is kind of a good example where, you know, it's, it's programming for kids, but the way they're able to slide in adult humor and yes. stuff for, you know, people our age is cool as well. So that, that's kind of what our goal has been is to try to appeal to people of all ages in a way that's, that's interesting to all. So you talked about uh, you know, different things you guys have been able to do to stay fresh. One of those things all of you have made appearances on and been a big part of Up, Up, Down, Down, which has just been... A, pheno- a phenomenal uh, YouTube series that I've enjoyed watching immensely as a gamer. Um, when that first started happening, I, you've been on a bunch of episodes now. Was there anything that you got told you were going to have to play or that you were going to have to do and you just thought to yourself, oh, Christ, not this? Um, I mean, honestly, I 
I would consider myself a, a gamer in the sense that I legit play like two games. I play uh, NBA 2K, which actually I'm playing right now. I'm, right. I'm uh, yeah, multitasking. Don't mind me. Uh, <laughs> oh, this moment you're playing wow. it. Right, this very moment. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm in my career mode. In case you want to know, I'm uh, I got a center who plays for the 76ers. Nice. But anyways, uh, <laughs> I, I I'm not a diverse gamer. So there's a bunch of games that Woods will just kind of like say, "Hey, you want to uh, give this a shot?" And I'm like, "Okay, I'm gonna be terrible at this, but uh, as long as it's fun." And that's 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 the thing for me. Uh, is I it's been a lot of fun. And I think the cool thing for our fans when they're able, when they watch the channel is that you're able to see a different look at guys and see, you know, just a different behind the scenes, uh, how we hang out. It, it's such a cool locker room. And I'm not saying we all love each other and it's a tight knit family and, you know, we're going to be friends for life. But I, I would say, honestly, for the most part, it's a pretty good group. And, and I've, I've really been able to build, and we've all been able to build some, some friendships that I think will last uh, for years to come. So you, like being able to see our interaction with the Usos backstage while we play video games yeah. and, uh, even like guys like Rusev, you're able to see a different side of his personality. Uh, I, I think that's kind of the really cool part of the gaming channel is that it's gaming is obviously the, the central uh, focus of the channel, but it's more than just gaming. It's it's about uh, you know friendship and, and people uh, enjoying themselves at work and uh, just I, I think that's what people really enjoy is that behind the scenes look as well. Was there anybody who shocked you when uh, they they were on the show that you thought to yourself, I did not expect them to be this good at video games? Uh, Jack, uh, Gallagher is incredible at UFC and, uh, it really bothers me because I was, I was the man at UFC, uh, before he came along and he me. and it's really humbling. Well, we look forward to you, uh, coming to the scope, uh, Tuesday yep, absolutely. for SmackDown and, um, you know, looking forward to, uh, the continuing feud with the revival and Randy Orton. And, and it's amazing because you're one of the few guys, by the way. Uh, who I think had their debut match at WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah, it's weird because all the attention was on Fandango that WrestleMania. It's like no, Big E was also his first match as well. I mean, you you carry that with you that many wrestlers don't get to do that. I think Ronda Rousey was like the last one. So very elite company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was really cool for me. Um, and uh, it was uh, we had a tag match against Team Hell No, me and Dolph. Uh, and, uh, yeah, man, it was, uh, it's a cool distinction. And you know, anytime you have one of those distinctions when you're in a very small group of people, uh, you know, with, with the company's a long and illustrious history, uh, it's very cool. So, uh, yeah, it was cool to have my first match at Mania on the main roster. So, again, uh, Tuesday, September 3rd at the Norfolk Scope, SmackDown Live. Come in here. Make sure you get your tickets there on sale. I'm going to be there watching, so I'm excited. I uh, can't wait to see the new day and our boy Big E in the house. Thank you. Thank you so much, Big E, for joining us, man. We really appreciate your time. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me, guys. All right, man. Have a good one. Good luck in that career mode. I appreciate it. <laughs> have a great day. Was that awesome? I love Big E. I lo- I did, I've said it before. Like I said it last time I interviewed the guy. He has this this just great talking ability. He's a personable dude. He's, he's so much fun. I love him. Who would have thought over five years of the new day that they right? would still be? Absolutely. Because yeah, what, what, what stable last? You know, some a year or two, you know, and everybody keeps predicting that they oh they're going to break them up. Oh, they're going to no. break them up. Oh, they're going to break them up. Because even the four horsemen, yeah, like you know, they had their changes. I mean, you got three guys who've never changed. It's amazing. And one of them's like ninety. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember that one time though when uh, uh, Xavier told Kofi, "I remember watching you when I was in high school." Yeah. <laughs> and Kofi's like, "Shut up." <laughs>
<laughs> you forget how long Kofi's been there. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, what a great what a great guy. Awesome episode. Thank you for joining us this week. Again, we want to hear from you. Facebook.com slash ESPR99. On the Twitter at ESPR99 uh, and ESPR at FM99.com. Let us know what you thought about this. Uh, give us your predictions for All Elite Wrestling. We're going to be reviewing it next week. Uh, it's going to be a big show. I'm very, very excited about it. And... Until that time, I guess uh, remember to find us in your major podcasting apps. Just search ESPR Wrestling. Give us a five-star rating and review and subscribe. And until our time, we come back next week with episode 115. Remember to eat, sleep, podcast, and repeat. Repeat.